For all my guys out there who are confused and stuck with their nutrition, who need some solutions that are simple and stress-free, check out my ebook that's in the show notes right now. I just released it. It's called Eat Like a Man, Look Like an Athlete, and I've been getting great feedback. It's literally a simple and stress-free guide that has templates and it's easy to follow that breaks down what to eat, when to eat it, how to eat it, how to adjust along the way, how to carb cycle, how to time your workout, nutrition, literally everything you need to know in order to get a better physique, get a leaner physique, be stronger, feel better, be more confident, and optimize your hormones. If you go to the show notes now, you can click the link for the book. It'll take you to a landing page, break down everything you need to know about the page, and you can purchase it there. With the book, you'll actually receive access to a Facebook group for accountability and coaching. So you can ask me anything you need about nutrition, about your training or whatever else you need help with. Go check it out. It's in the show notes now available there. You know, it'd be funny if we did like a, what is it called when like everybody makes noises and it makes a beat where you get those group of guys and they're like, oh, and man. it goes around and then they're like, start singing in it too. God, I can't. Wow. Like wow, acapella. I, that would be a, like an acapella group, but not, but that uh, would be a funny like ad if yeah. we could do like a quick like advertisement the theme, for the podcast the theme song Dude, to Doug. Dude, if we ever, <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. If we ever run like an advertisement to on Facebook, we should do that. And that'll be it. <laughs> with with like a mind versus muscle backdrop. <laughs> That's all we're doing. No words. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next time to hear us actually talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, be dude, so funny. Uh, all right. So we had a pretty uh, eventful morning. Um, we went and we all went and tried out Soul Cycle. Uh, this morning. So I, I don't know how it started, where it started. I, I have a feeling it started in some place like New York. And I want to say that it was New York, but definitely I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't put it past the city of LA. Yeah. Or, that was my first thought. It was something LA like New that. York. Um, but so pretty much if you're not familiar with Soul Cycle, like it's, it's like a spin class in a club. Yeah. Right. Like Dude, they played some like really good, the, the, like the Las music Vegas was, club yeah, music. yeah. The music was legit. Like it was, the the way I see it is it's like uh it's like a performance right like that dude was yeah the on lights fire, dimmed on lights, certain parts yeah, and, and he, then it like turned and he up. controlled it yeah so I mean and and like if you ever if you ever look at like how like Tony Robbins or you know some of the best speakers how they when when they speak like it's always like levels of emotion yeah. right yep. they bring it up they bring it back down right they regulate it and that's exactly what this dude did and yeah. there was like at some point because if i was to watch a video i'd be like fuck no like i'm i'm not going to do soul cycle like i'm not going to go to a spin class are you serious but like when i was there like being kind of like in the moment and like see, seeing how that dude performed again not really my thing but like he fucking crushed it yeah he did and that's the thing like i'm the same way i would never do that but like I went into it like, okay, like I'm probably never going to do this again. So I might as well just, I'm going to follow along and do whatever I can right. to like, and just enjoy it. And I actually, like I had fun. Yeah. And my thing is too, is lately I've been like, I enjoy And that's why I want to really get out and hike and stuff this summer, but different types of fitness, like instead of staying yeah, in most my lane constantly, yeah. like yeah. I enjoyed like going out there and be like, okay, like I wouldn't, instead of me being like, oh, cycling's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like enjoying it and being like, damn, like that was kind of fun. Well, I mean, you, I could, you put in work. 
on oh, those yeah. bikes. Oh, fuck yeah. You put I, in work. I didn't start, like, the first 10, 15 minutes, honestly, wasn't sweating at all. And I saw people wiping down and stuff, maybe even 20 oh, minutes. Oh, I was dying. Seven seven pedals in, I was... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sweating at all, man. And then, Dude, saw... like, it hit minute 30, and all of a sudden, I just noticed that I was drenched. How'd you, yeah. how'd you know it was... Were you looking at your watch? Oh, yeah. I was constantly like, uh... fuck, when is it over? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying not to, because I thought Dude. I was going to... Mess myself. I, I got it's funny because I got like the Apple Watch right. I'm like, oh, let's yeah. see how many calories I burn. Mm-hmm. And I look at it, it's like 120, and it said I had uh, 30 minutes of total exercise for the day. And I was like, motherfucker, I went on a walk this morning, and I was on that bike for an hour. Yeah, this watch is fucking. <laughs> I know I burn more than 100 calories. Right, but I think the hardest part was like I that dude was like bouncing up and down. The rhythm, on, dude. Yeah, so he was going like. Popping back and forth to his seat and then back forward while he was like shimmying his shoulders to the beat. Right. I'm like, how are you doing that while pedaling? Like I saw Luca yeah. in the back. <laughs> this yeah. guy was like, he didn't move the whole time. He was he was just, yeah, was he really? Yeah. And then, he, and then when we did the push up kind of thing, yeah. then he started going really fast. Yeah. Almost yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, me too. And then like we were doing like the tricep extension type yeah. thing, and I was just thinking skull crushers, yep. like getting a pump on. And those were like the really only times that I, I mean, danced on the bike, right? Like for me when that dude was doing some of that shit i was like okay well that's cool but my legs are dead right now so there's no way i like i just have to focus on like to keep moving like that was my only goal was like i just want to keep pedaling the whole time once i started trying to do the movements with my upper body it actually like took my mind off of the lactic acid buildup in my legs and actually helped so when I would not do that and I would just pedal, then my legs would start burning. So it kind of took my mind off it. But my issue was every time I tried to go with the rhythm, my knee would like lock out yeah. and then I'd like yeah. catch myself. <laughs> yeah. And then I noticed people behind me because we had, of course, we're sitting in the front. Right. Like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> Shit was funny though, but uh, it was dope. I think like I guarantee that started as there was some guy at like the 24 hour uh, fitness gym or just LA fitness it. gym just killing it in his spin class and he got really well known yeah. and then he was like you know what fuck this big box gym I'm gonna go start my own studio and I'm gonna teach trainers how to do it like yeah. me and now it's a franchise mm-hmm. super smart but yeah. that just shows like they're crushing it yeah like you can go from being your sole job is like working hours in LA fitness being a spin class educator but if you just give it your all and you live your passion something will blow up because yeah. of it like I think that's super well, and the instructors were oh they were fired up yeah and they Man. were like I wonder drenched many, in sweat. I was thinking, too. like, I wonder how many classes a day he has to do, or if he just does yeah. one. Because I wouldn't be able to do more than one. I and mean, he looks like he does ten a day. That yeah. dude was super skinny. He's like whiz. He's like <laughs> cousin Skeeter from Doug. Yeah, yeah, super just, tall, man. super skinny. Well, he's probably like six five, six six. But yeah. I, I don't think he was touching two hundred pounds. No, but that's like, I mean, but that's how tiny. Wiz Khalifa is like yeah. that too. If you ever seen him live, like actually he might be taller than that. That no, dude's Wiz like, is like six five. He's like an alien in person, man. Yeah. But so was that guy. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he killed it. So and then much. the weights, when they. Oh my yeah. god, that was. I enjoyed. I, that yeah, I, I love that started part. When he started doing the curls. Until we, we probably did probably what like 100, 150 reps. Like yeah, I mean that was a lot of reps. Easy. With five pound, five dumbbells, pound dumbbells and then like constantly curl the press. Yours were yours were fives. Yeah. Yeah. I know everybody yours else had threes. smaller weights. And your arms some's were like some were like two and a half. Yeah, yours were threes probably. And Mine were threes. Were still burning, huh? But I, at first I was like, oh, this this isn't gonna be too bad. And then when yeah. they started doing like double time or like oh punch and do this, yeah. I was like, oh shit! Like I, for me, like once we started punching, that's when I was like, okay, fuck, because yeah. like yeah, 
I don't even dude. Like I haven't done a lateral raise or a overhead press in weeks because I do uh, the Muay Thai and boxing and. My as soon as we started doing that, my shoulders were like sh- like shivering, like yeah. just shaking. I was like, "Fuck this!" I was doing uh, Arnold presses. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I was doing that too. I was like, I was trying to re- yeah, I was trying to engage my upper too. back because all of it. If you think about it, and this is why I wouldn't recommend. So like again, Soul Cycle is awesome. It's got its you know it's it's definitely got its crowd. Like people love it. I'm all for anything that gets people to move um, it was as fun long too. as the environment was fun. yeah yeah exactly and like it was a great show um but i would not do it i mean more than two two three times a no. week max you know because you're just constantly in this like it just promotes like that rounded yeah. everything everything that you're turning on is 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 anterior right like your posterior well, chain doesn't and, really get and it's get work it's intense and really long. So it's kind of like if, if you look at the science behind it, if you think about it, like, okay, you have one or two options, slow cardio and you go for a longer duration of time, or you go really fucking hard and you go for a very short period of time. And this is like, let's do them both. And right. Just like cramp. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So true. Which like 45 is okay. Minutes. I think it's okay. But in a very small dose, like right. you really can't like, I would personally suggest once a week, twice a week, maybe. Right. Um, and if you're doing that, like, you got to look at your other lifting days, like how intense are those lifting days, right? That can really, I mean, I know if I did that on a regular basis, I would fry my system. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt. It was interesting because before you guys got there, because naturally I got there like 45 minutes early. Of course. I got there five minutes <laughs> before the thing started. Everybody was looking at me, where the fuck is Theo? I was like, I don't fucking know. Man, I, I was rolled like, out of bed. And I, I was like, like yo, like, he's late to everything. <laughs> did you eat before? He was still on time. You were on no, time, though. No, I drank. I just drank water. Dude, you I did? I was struck. Dude, I was shaking afterwards because yeah. I was so hungry. I was like, so, fuck. And I just ate finally like hours did you eat later. Before? And I was, yeah, I had to have like, I had like a little bit of eggs and then I had a banana yeah. on the way. Just something. Of course, a banana. You know, I mean, I had. You, you, know. you just have them in your glove box by this point, constantly. Um, but so before you guys got there, when I was waiting, uh, there was someone that had gotten out of the class right before ours, and on their way out, they're like, "All right, I'll see you this afternoon for my for my double day." So get the fuck they were coming back man. for another one that night. Yeah, dude. So the see, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like your flexors are just so yeah turned on and fried. Like man, to do multiple days. We'll or see. multiple sessions a day. And I mean, how many times a week are you doing that? Yeah. You know? and, and here's the thing too. So like, okay, so let's say here's my thing. If you, and this is how I feel about jogging. I think jogging is stupid. I think running is stupid. I think it's horrible for your joints. It's not a very good, great fat loss. Long, di- long distance, long distance right? But there's a lot of people that get that runner's high. They like running. It's their getaway. I would never take that away from them. But what I would do is adjust their mobility, adjust their training, their recovery, everything else they do with fitness to accommodate for what they're doing. So if you are doing a lot of um, spin classes or soul cycle, you need to be in the gym doing a lot of extension. So you need to be doing pull-aparts like a motherfucker and hip thrusts like a motherfucker mm-hmm. because – if you go into the gym and you're like focused on doing a lot of anterior dominant movements, so front side, you're just going to be creating even more imbalances. Even in, in in addition to that, your your mobility drills have to be on point, your soft tissue work, like your feet, like you should be rolling out your feet. Like, you know, I mean, everybody should do yeah. that, but even more so at this point, like, you know, you need to get a lacrosse ball, you need to grind those motherfuckers out because, I mean, constantly you're just pushing on the balls of your yep. feet. Right. Like, I mean, again, like you're, you're just isolating, like, you know, certain parts 
of your body, yeah. right? So, you know, when that stuff gets really locked up, man, like I, I could definitely see, uh, you know, nagging, back pain coming in. And, and that brings me to my next point, actually, because I noticed that, you know, when they were doing like the dance moves on the on the bike, right? You're supposed to go in this rhythm. Oftentimes, and I definitely saw the uh, the instructor doing it, he would bounce to one side constantly because that's his rhythm because that and that's his dominant side right like that's where he feels yeah. comfortable so and, and again yeah that's his rhythm so i mean you're talking about repetition after repetition to where now like what's happening to your hips yeah right so your flexors are turned on now you got now your hips are out of alignment you're doing that constantly i mean i guarantee like if that dude was to come into the gym if he wasn't doing soft tissue work and mobility drills and strength training and stuff like you know what i mean like if he wasn't already doing that stuff and he was to come in for a workout he'd probably be like oh well right side of my fucking back right i think lighting up well and here's the thing too is we got it like we got to remember like and we're obviously big on this because we're doing the just move challenge on instagram anything that can get people to move more i think is good so mm-hmm. i would never knock it like and that's this isn't us like just bashing it because it's horrible because like again like taking my like mma stuff like I'm putting myself in a shitty position twice a week. Right. You know what I mean? But I think the smartest thing, and this is funny because I was talking to my uh, coach about this, like people like tr- they start boxing, they start Muay Thai and stuff. And then they're like, okay, I'm going to get in the gym. And then they do a bunch of pressing and pushing and like more punching and stuff like that because they think it's going to strengthen the right, movement. But right. we got to remember that opposites, like opposing movements is actually going to help support. perform better. Yeah. yeah so everything I've done in the gym that's helping me is soft tissue work on my posterior chain and then a lot of posterior chain movements. So a lot of upper back lats, uh, a lot of glutes, a lot of things like that, because I know I'm going to overwork them in the other ones. And I got to kind of pull it away from that stuff right. when I'm in the gym and it's been helping a ton. Right. So, and, and I don't same think thing that, goes for spin. you know, when, when we talked about doing this sort of review, it was, it, it you know, again, it wasn't for the intention to to bash it and we're not bashing it in, in any way. It's a great, like soul cycle is dope. But I, I actually liked it way more than I thought it would. I, I kind of can't right. I'll be honest. Yeah, me too. I came me in too. there with kind of like a sour, like this really like, <laughs> I kept giving bow shit. Cause I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like I was contemplating it. <laughs> Shannon was like, you should just sleep in with me. I'm like, right, yeah, that sounds a little bit better. Act, but. Man, it, it woke me up. It did its job. Um, but again, like, you know, I think the goal is to make people aware of like, you know, what exactly you're doing with your body Mm -hmm. and how to adjust. So, you know, my, my advice would be to everybody who, you know, does soul cycle, you know, whether it's once or twice a week that, you know, when you're, when you, when you find yourself bouncing to that one side, like find a little rhythm on the other side and balance it out. Yeah. Right. And then just train the shit out of your Because every time, like they, they, he never did. Uh, an odd number of reps, right? Like it was always an even number, four or eight reps or 20 reps, right? Mm-hmm. So you definitely have an opportunity to to balance it out. I yeah. don't know if every instructor does that, but right. um, I mean, that's just how count counts go when it comes to dancing and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So Well, and, and, and then it just goes back to just, if you can't do it there, do it in the gym, right? right? Like, and I think it's important to find something you love. Like this is the first time that I've actually, like when I did the physique show, when I've done photo shoots, like training becomes kind of like a hobby where I'm like training for something and I'm like, this is fun. But when I don't have something like that, it kind of throws me off and I'm just going through the motions. Like, and I've found so much joy in starting this like MMA stuff because it gives me something to try to perform better. So like if spin is your thing, if hiking is your thing, if tennis is your thing, like do it. Yeah. Do it and do it with everything you got, but adjust your training to give you, 
like yourself a better opportunity to do it. Otherwise, you're just not going to be doing it for right. very long. Because if I didn't take care of my body, I'd be out. Yeah. Because and, the, he, he, and that's the thing, though, too, is like, you know, people will stick to one thing. And then it's like, why, it, it, especially if they don't know how to adjust, injuries occur. And then it's like, okay, well, I don't know what else to do now. Yeah. So, you oh, know, dude, and then like, stop moving. People at, put on put on weight. After day one of more, like, I haven't thrown a kick since I was like 14 in Taekwondo. So I'm like going in there and right afterwards I was like, I need to go foam roll and stretch because like I can feel my hip flexor, right. my quad tighten it up. I cramped up. I fell on my ass a couple times, like <laughs> trying to throw a high kick and the, the other foot just slipped underneath me and he's like, Oh, and I just start laughing. Cause I'm yeah. like, fuck, but, but instantly I'm like, I got to take care of this cause I won't be doing this for very long. Right. And then I came back Thursday and I was still hurting, but like we started out with mobility and all that stuff. Yeah. What type of floor is it? Is it like a gym floor? Like a gymnast no, it's floor? Like, where it has a it's bounce? A res- like no, a wrestling mat? It's like a wrestling mat. So it's like okay. s- soft-ish. I mean, it still hurts. Okay. I was thinking of like a, a but, wrestling ring where like no, you have like not, no. the bounce. Yeah. The cool, the trampoline. Thing, the cool yeah. thing about it is like, so after like, so on Thursday, like after I got down all the combos, because now I'm, I'm putting boxing into it. So he'll be like, all right, we're going to go two three two and then with a low high kick so i can like do everything but he dude this guy just pads up so he's got pads on his legs pads on his stomach and he's pretty much just like whooping the shit out of you no vice versa <laughs> he's oh, like because okay. oh get, for you to go ham yeah because oh, okay. i'm just kicking yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. out of him yeah. which is like so much fun like, like those attack dog trainings literally kind of like that things? so like he pretty much pads up on one side and then hold yeah. his whole torso. Damn. So I'll just be like wailing on his torso and then throw a kick. And then he like swings and I have to like bob and weave underneath him and stuff. But it's so like you get it's some like something about just kicking another man as hard as you can is like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, should, we should do that. We should all take turns. We should all. Uh, yeah. I would do it. If I, if we had pads, I would absolutely do that shit with you guys. Yeah. Cause just get like a, it's a lot of fun. A head pad right here. Just on the one side. I that's just a, imagine that's a just fucking thing. take someone's head off. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure people who know me are listening. They're like, you ain't head kicking. nobody. <laughs> just, I'll head kick. He's like, he's my coach. My is mobility like, is improved. My man. coach is like it. five four, five five. Yeah, he's shorter than me, so I can head kick him, which is nice. Yeah. But wow. yeah, and he's he's a monster. But crazy. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, man. that's too far for me to drive. Well, yeah, where's that? How far out? Uh, Auburn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of it works for me just because like I stay down south. Yeah, but it's true. dude, it's so fun. But. Anyway, back to Soul Cycle. <laughs> so would, o- overall uh, review, you would do it again. I would do it again. I would um, do it again if we had a mob like that because we came in there with yeah, like twenty five. I know people. that was we were thirty. Deep, That's the only way I would do it. Yeah. If we had a small group, I don't know if it, if it's just like if you would, if one of them asked me to do it with them, I'd want maybe like a group of four or something. I think it'd make it fun. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to get into it. It'd have to be an event for me to yeah. do it again. I'll be honest. It was fine. I like that it uh, didn't uh, cost as much for your first time. So that was. I'm glad. Yeah. Like, and I think that like, was cool. That was a cool perk. I so, definitely don't regret it. That's for sure. No, I feel now. Um, I w- well, I will say I was surprised that I was able to go the full 45 minutes because I uh, conditioning for me, me is something that always gets me in yeah. my breathing. Yeah. yeah, me too. Um, so I was surprised, sort of um, celebrating that success of like hey i did that i yeah. where i'm at now compared to where i would have been before it wasn't as intense as thinking as i thought it was going to be but that's because i could also control control that um i'm definitely tired 
I, I feel like I, I mentioned this to you earlier. I feel like after you go like skiing or snowboarding for the full day and then you get in the car and you go home and you're just like depleted. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel. Really? Yeah. yeah. I how don't now that I just ate a big ass plate of rice, but <laughs> I did earlier. Yeah. Like I ate hella food afterwards, but see, I came uh, home I'm, and I'm there good. was no food. So I'm going to go train after this. The rice. I'm going to go train too, but I'm, I'm going to, Dude, I'm just, going to a barbecue. I'm literally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to do all arms. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing my normal program. Yeah. But speaking of soul cycle, let's kind of go over cardio because because we got that question um, and it was kind of a, something along the lines of how can you get or stay lean without cardio and don't you need it to keep up with your heart health? I wrote something recently about this and I had a couple people kind of ask questions about like their cardio plan or what you should do or how I'm able to get away with no cardio. Um, so I kind of want to just go over that now, first mm -hmm. and foremost, let's like relate it to soul cycle. I wouldn't do that type of cardio more than once, twice max, twice. If you love it right. once at, if you're just doing it for fitness yep. Yep. now, I don't, I personally, I'm a big fan of low intensity cardio simply because you're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> No, because for me, I train with weights four times a week. And now right. that I'm doing Muay Thai too, yeah. that's, in, that's in, mm -hmm. like considered high intensity. If I were to add cardio, here's my outlook on it. If I was to add cardio more high intensity, I would just you fry your nervous I'd system. fry my nervous system. Yeah. And on top of that, it's not a different stimulus. Like your body adapts to cardio way quicker than it adapts to any other type of training. So if I'm going to do the same thing over and over and over again, I'm not going to get great results versus like adding something like low intensity cardio. I can get away with that, right? right? It's a different stimulus. So I personally would add low intensity instead of high intensity, but I don't think there's anything wrong with high intensity. If you're only weight training a few days a week, then I think high intensity is great. Right. So the reason I can get away with no cardio is first of all, I was doing cardio to get to my level of leanness. And I think people like forget that the leaner you are, the, the better your insulin sensitivity is, your carb tolerance is, um, if that's even a thing. But you can kind of handle more calories easier if you do it the right way. So I want people to know, like, I got to a leaner point by doing cardio to get there. And then I slowly took it away. And now I choose to do something fun with my cardio, which is right. Muay Thai. So I think that's a big thing, too. And that's the only reason why part of me doesn't want to say I wouldn't recommend doing SoulCycle because I think it's – if you're going to find any way to do cardio, make sure it's fun. Like that's the easiest way to Most do it. Definitely. Yeah. And I don't know, like how, how do you look at like structuring cardio for a client? So, I mean, I, I'm going to base mine off of, uh, an article from Joel Jameson. Right. And, and he, I mean, that dude has put in years and years of studies. Yeah. He's the cardio um, king. Yeah. He, I mean, he, that motherfucker is like, just works with lab rats all day. I feel like, you know, and, and, so what he talked about, um, and, and you guys can find him at eight, eight weeks out.com, I believe. Um, and it's actually eight, the number eight. Um, so eight weeks out, you don't have to spell eight, but, uh, yeah. So eight weeks out.com. I'm sure you can find it. So what Joel talks about, I mean, he's trained a lot of top athletes in the world. Um, and what they found is that training three days a week, metabolic conditioning, cardio, whatever the fuck you want to call it these days. Um, doing that is actually you're, you're more likely to live like it'll, it'll expand your longevity, right? Like you'll live longer, um, than you would if you were going to do just strictly strength training, right? Because, and, and we've had a conversation about this on the show before is that strength training is going to strengthen the walls of 
your heart, right? So when blood passes through, obviously there's going to be uh, less less risk for you know those walls tearing or fraying or whatever. And uh, I don't know exactly what it's called when when that happens. Um, and then, but when you when you do cardio or metabolic conditioning, that those walls actually expand, right? So doing a, a mixture of both strength training and uh, conditioning, right, is optimal for your heart. But people who do three days a week of metabolic conditioning, um, it, it, they're more likely to live a little bit longer because one, like you know, when plaque builds up, which it will for everybody, plaque is going to build right. up in your in your arteries, right, or in your uh, in those major pathways where where blood passes through. That when you do that metabolic conditioning and those walls start to expand right? Like there's going to be less room for heart attacks, right? Because again, like it's expanded, it's going to take a lot more plaque to, to close up those, those arteries versus, you know, a lot of these power lifters who are dying at 45 and 50 years old. So that's what I was going to bring up because I, when I had this question asked to me, I was like, you know what, like the way you strength train, you really don't have to worry about doing a bunch of cardio for heart health because that's was one of the questions. So this is why I was going to challenge you is because I think there's a difference. Like when people are like, oh, I have to do cardio because I'm not like doing any look at how you're training, because I know how I program for most people. Now, I don't coach any power lifters. Um, That's just not my niche. My niche is fat loss and muscle gain. So for them, there's a high intensity influence in their strength training where it's like, I implement rest periods. So as we go down, like when you're hitting your barbell squats at the beginning, I give you some rest. Like I'm not worried about that. That's not considered cardio because you're taking three to five yeah, minutes yeah. sometimes in between sets. But yeah. when they get down the line, I'm, I'm bringing rest to one minute, sometimes 30 seconds. Yeah. And at the end, I usually have a quick high intensity finisher. So from my understanding and the studies I've like looked into or heard about, that is more than enough for your cardiovascular health. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't dig deep into Joel's stuff, but wouldn't that be like a safe place to say? Because a lot of people, I think, look at like strength training and they assume like, because you're right, like a power lifter, like those guys are doing like a few lifts usually and they, unless they're really smart, they're doing it the right way and they're taking a long time to do it. So I think it's, there's a difference depending on how so, your intensity yeah, is. Yeah, no doubt. Because when you look at look at it like this, right? When, when most people come in and train with us, they're doing you know, anywhere from 45 minutes to even an hour and a half sometimes, yeah. right? And the first, you know, 10 to 15 minutes is going to be longer breaks, right? Like they start with some activation stuff, then they get into a compound lift where they do get those longer breaks. But then we start to add in supersets. The And then, you know, you have a metabolic fin- finisher where we start Sleds, to elevate. All yeah, that exactly, stuff, yeah. right? So when you accumulate the time of that portion of the workout, you're looking probably anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, right? Um, depending on the person. So that's going to fit into that, into that block of, of the metabolic conditioning that, that Joel was talking about. Um, so, I mean, he didn't necessarily, uh, you know, specify, you know what I mean? Like, like that. Um, so that, that's just the way that, um, I would look at it, yeah. right? Like it's, I mean, it, it comes down to time, right? Like, and it's a lot of like, you know, time under tension, like that, that same sort of deal. So, um, I, I would agree with, with what you're saying. Um, but I think that again, like there's, there's always this big misconception, like of, I have to do more, 
right? So I think that, <clears throat> and, and for a lot of the people who listen to this podcast, man, a lot of people aren't going to a place like Vigor. Well, th- right? and that's what I was going to say is like when I get a lot of people that approach me for online coaching that are training at LA Fitness or yep. something, usually like when I, because uh, I always require, I'm like, hey, what are you doing right now? Because I got to I gotta adjust what I'm going to have you do according to what you've been doing. Otherwise, right. who, we're shooting in the dark. Right. A lot of those people are doing five to six days a week of body part splits, or it's like, you know, they do, maybe they do a couple body parts in one day, but it's, it's lifting. They're taking their time. There's no metabolic finisher. Right. They don't have access to sleds. Yep. That's why I like implement rest periods because I'm like, okay, I want to get your heart rate up and then give you a specific time to let it calm down mm-hmm. because we're going to implement that stuff as well. So I think, I think it does depend too. Um, but I think anybody out there who's listening that does follow a program like I just mentioned, I think that's just what you need to implement. It's like, okay, look at your training program. If you're just lifting weights five, six days a week and that's what you enjoy, I don't think you need to add cardio. I think you need to monitor your, monitor your rest periods on the second half of every right, single right, workout. Right. And if you can, add a finish at the end. Like on the end of your leg day, add like a Tabata of jumping lunges. Very simple. It takes you four minutes, but you can get your heart rate elevated. You can get that cardiovascular effect and benefit from that. Now, fat loss is a different story. I think that in an ideal world, controlling nutrition and strength training versus trying to add a bunch of cardio is the smartest way to go. Mm-hmm. If you have a deadline, cardio sometimes is, is necessary. And that's why, like, then I, when I told this person, like, I added cardio because I had a deadline for this photo shoot, like, and I was like, nutrition wasn't cutting it and I like to eat and I don't want to lose muscle. So at a certain point you have to add cardio, right. but for like a long period fat loss, I think the smartest thing to do is just strength train, get your cardio in with your strength training. Um, and then just stick to a specific nutrition plan to get there. Because if you lose fat and your body composition improves, your cardiovascular health will improve as well. Just like every health measure. Right. Um, that's my take on it. And that's kind of what I told this person is like, don't think that you need to add cardio to lose weight. That's not like, there's no correlation there. It's just like people, people see like bikini competitors and physique competitors and they're like, Oh, well they did a bunch of cardio. Well, yeah, they're getting to like another level of lean and they had a deadline to get there because I could get somebody bikini lean if I had two years to do it with no deadline with no cardio easily. And there is a lot of uh, bikini competitors out there that actually don't do any cardio because they've given themselves enough time and they do it the right way. So I think it's all just, it, it really just depends. And if you do add cardio, this is the last thing I'll say on this. If you do add cardio to get to a certain point, just reverse out of it. So like when I did this photo shoot, I was doing cardio almost every day at the very end. Then right after the photo shoot, I immediately cut a day out and I cut some time off my cardio, but I kept it in there. Then the next week I took off five minutes per session. The next week, five minutes per session until I was only doing a few days a week. And then I just cut it out completely. And it was like a few days at 20 minutes. I just cut it out completely and I added steps to my day. Right. Like on my tracker. And and I maintained the size, right? Like that's the easiest way to go about it. Because you can't like slave doing cardio for the rest of your life. Like, no. It's impossible. <laughs> but that like doing your steps, dude, like that, that would, that's been a game changer for me. Like I cut out all cardio and I just made sure I hit 10K steps because I was hitting like seven. And I just added like, and it actually has helped because like I stand up more and I just take some breaks throughout the day to get away from my computer, right. which is actually nice for my head, like mine too um and i've like i said i've maintained within a couple pounds of my like photo shoot weight which is crazy and it's actually been like and then i started muay thai and i like dropped another couple pounds and yeah. I added calories like dude i sometimes i wish that i didn't get a dog because i walk him like five miles a day like legit five crazy. miles a day and like i just feel like it's just man like my appetite like dude i crush food 
And like, it's just so hard. I just feel like, man, like I'm just I'm withering just, away. Yeah, I'm just withering but away to like gonna, this. I don't know if you just ate a big meal. I was actually going to ask you if you put on some weight or if your shirt's yeah. just like, no, you borrowed I've, my shirt or something. <laughs> medium over here. No, I'm, I've, I've put on, I probably put on like two or three pounds. It's nothing, it's nothing crazy, but I've just been making sure that like, I'm, I'm eating a ton. Yeah. And, and again, like, I think we talked about, talked about it before, ever since I got like these probiotics and got my, my gut health squared away, my appetite has gone through the roof. You're probably absorbing nutrients way better yeah. as well, yeah. which is huge. I think a lot of people like, if you have a poor, like, that's why like dirty bulking is horrible. Like lean gaining is the best way to go. Um, oh dude, I got to show you this transformation picture. One of my guys put in my online coaching group. He's been with me for two years online, right? And he was like, uh, he was going through his filing cabinet at work and he found like a stack of paper of all the programs that he's printed out in like update forms for me over the last two mm -hmm. years. And he put his before and after and he was like, the first one I'm at, um, he said 168. Yeah, 168. And he was like, right now I'm sitting at 183. So he's 15 pounds up and like drastic difference like leaner bigger but it's it's two fucking years right like that's the difference oh shit crazy wow 15 pounds heavier that's crazy and so like the yeah so you did that shout out to kevin yeah I, i've been training that guy <laughs> Thank you. so but like he's patient right yeah. he was like he literally it's like he approached me he's like man i want to get healthy i want to get fit i want to have more muscle and i want to be lean but i enjoy having beer i go hunting i do this like and i'm like cool like it's gonna take a while but I got you. The, the weird thing is for, to, for me, obviously, um, seeing those pictures, if you were to ask me which one was 180 and which one is 160. You would think the before picture was 180. Yeah. Exactly. But he just has way, and that's because muscle, like a pound of muscle is way smaller right. than a pound of fat. But like the key here is, is like we've had ups and downs. So it's like, all right, hey, man, we're going to do like a little mini cut, like six weeks. Like I'm going to like, we're going to strip as much fat as we can. And then we're going to slow bulk, like slowly lean gain, right? Bring your calories back up. But it's never like, all right, fuck it. It's eight weeks of all out, like binging and bulking and right. eating as much as you can right. because you put on fat, your insulin sensitivity goes to shit, your carb tolerance, your absorption of nutrients goes to shit. And then all those calories you're shoveling down your throat, you're not putting towards muscle. Like do it slowly and that shit will happen so much better. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with fat loss. Like a lot of people go super hard. They lose a bunch of fat and they can't maintain that because their body just can't like live that way. You know what I mean? It's too stressful. It's crazy. But I was super pumped to see that. Cause yeah, it's, like, it's, dope. it's a good transformation. Big, yeah. Big difference. I don't know how we got on this topic of like just cardio cardio. That's what it was. Oh, and I was going to say your dog, is, shirt. your dog is more ripped. Oh, too. Like, he looks more ripped lately too. He like, is. You said you put on pounds. Yeah. Well, like I, I, I switched up. Hearts, yeah. <laughs> I switch. I like, he's on probably like, I don't know. Not, I, I wouldn't say necessarily half, but like he gets a lot of raw, like more raw food now. So, yeah. which and, and, dude, like I've, I've been reading though. Like, uh, I mean, this is kind of like a side rant, but like people will get pissed off when like other people post on because i follow some pitbull breeders and yeah. you know they they feed them they feed them like whole deer carcasses and shit and then people get pissed <laughs> off and they're like you're 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 killing your dog right like that's like dogs live longer when they're fed like kibble 
right? Wouldn't they live longer like, when they like eat natural ass food? Backwards, like what the fuck are you yeah. talking in the wild, about? They would eat the like deer. that is so stupid. And they're yeah. like, and then they're like, oh, we'll study show this and that. It's like, bro, like studies funded that's like, by the dog food company. Yeah, that's like you living longer, like eating fucking Jack in the Box. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It doesn't even make sense, yeah. right? Like they're they're descendants from wolves. Like they're gonna eat real food. Yeah, and uh, and like he, I mean, he's pretty much just like proven that like to me in my eyes and then there's some people who are like oh well they get the taste for blood and then you know that's when they attack well, you big it's like, whoop. Well, <laughs> well it's not even that like that, that doesn't happen it's just like you know people neglect that's yeah, their own like their pets yeah. yeah right so people are shitheads that's why i walk fucking tyson five miles a day gotta really? dude he's so high energy so like i i mean and we're we're in a place now where like the, this dude like literally he's just hunting rabbits he chased down two deer the other day like i mean like de- determined to fucking he's go after that, him, he's got know? that thirst for blood yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> but, but i think like no matter what species he's you probably, are he's at, happier at the end of the day like real food is always gonna, like dog food's processed right you know what yeah. i mean it's the same yeah, thing with like shit. like here and i'm not knocking anybody who drinks whey protein because i do on occasion when like I have felt so much better not drinking whey protein on a daily basis. Right. And I, I literally have it for like days like today would have been one of those days where I would have, I didn't, but like you, I come back from soul cycle. I have no food. I have a meeting to go to. I got to slam something. I think that's important. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, so chicken breast is protein. <laughs> like, so think about how much processing takes place to make that a powder or milk, whatever oh. it's made out of, you know what I mean? Yeah. To make it into a powder. Like and then yeah. you mix in water and poof, it's protein. Like, that's, that's fucking yeah. crazy. When you put it's, it that way, it's yeah. crazy when you think right, about it like right. that. So like somebody telling you that you can't feed your dog real, get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, it's well, crazy. it's like so like yeah. uh, I, it was date night last night and it was my turn to cook, right? And so I'm like, uh, Sweet. I thought you guys went out. No, dude, I did uh, burgers. So I, was I thought like, you, you guys went like burgers, out. right? Oh, so you I went up that. to Sean and Ted's and I went to yeah, like yeah. local market, got grass fed beef. I got organic cheese from a grass-fed cow like sliced blue cheese i got real buns real asparagus real prosciutto like i did everything like the right way and it was it was actually healthy like you can make it was honestly the best burger i've ever had in my life too when i saw that picture i thought you guys went out to eat what picture the date night picture you were just pumping his head up Shannon, yeah, she, she she posts one of the burgers. Yeah, and that's why I thought it you guys went out because like, look good, huh? The plate and the, oh, yeah, pre- the presentation. I, actually, I was like, oh, so here's they, they went out. So my ninety day outcome for balance this, this quarter was uh, yeah. like every other week. Like so, every week I have a date night, no matter what. But every other sure. week I'm gonna cook because it's kind of getting me out of my comfort zone. But yeah, man, like the sautéed onions, like everything. Well, the, it was it looked like bacon wrapped asparagus, bruschetta wrapped that's asparagus. What, oh, okay, yeah. okay, super oh. good, prosciutto. I don't know. Yeah. Like prosciutto is a cheese, but yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Prosciutto. That's prosciutto. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ta- yeah. Unless you meant pancetta. No, it wasn't. It was prosciutto. Prosciutto. Yeah. Okay. I like the repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> hey. Shit was bomb. That's crazy though. Yeah. I thought you guys but like, it, I didn't know you made it. Like if you, <laughs> it's funny. Cause like I go in the kitchen, I'm like, <sighs> like really going to work, like making sure everything's <laughs> perfect. Cause it's, it's difficult to really like, so kudos to her. Cause she'll be cooking for us three four nights a week and yeah, it's always something like but it's always something different it's always really and she, it, and to she her, can cook yeah like she cooks but that's what i'm saying to her it's like a well, stress relief she's doing her thing and like you know having fun with it yeah. and i get in there and i'm like having like overwhelmed like yeah. trying to make everything great like what the fuck is the paprika <laughs> fuck <laughs> well you you guys had something nice the other night too um, every, every night man just step those down 
I mean, I'm nice too, but I don't care about presentation or anything like that. I just fill my plate up with as much food <laughs> as I can get on there. Yeah. Um, where we cut out <clears throat> a lot of red meat significantly because we were probably eating like three, three days a week. We were probably eating th- uh, red meat. Um, so we cut that down to, to one, switching it up and doing a lot of fish, chicken, turkey, Bro. everything. <laughs> Trav has like... Yeah, no, I know. I saw that. I, so I, almost, I, trade, I almost stole some, to be I, honest with I you. I traded <laughs> him some Kobe's for, like, two slabs of salmon. <laughs> and he was, he was like, no way, you'll do that. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, one slab has four fillets, and they're, like, all, like, over a pound. It's like, straight from Alaska. Like, he went fishing up there. I was like, Oh, yeah, okay. That's dope. You can have the basketball shoes. I don't want that shit. Fishing season's almost here, man. I'm about to be out there in the mornings. <laughs> all right, we have one more thing we want to discuss before we just rant on... Sometimes we get on you these mics read, and I feel like we haven't been on them in a while. Shattering yeah, moments. What, what do the show notes say? What What do we got next? Shattering Sh- moments in our fitness journey. Shattering moments. Uh, paradigm shattering. So like when have you shattered? Dude, I this feel actually, like. I'd actually be interested in. Where, where is my paradigm? When would I have shattered it? <laughs> I could tell you. Um, probably when you like for you is probably no, when you started coaching and i don't know learned a bunch of shit you took it so literal. i meant like as a joke like it's a bunny yeah bar. over my head yeah no no no. it's cool that's cool um but go ahead go on i would say for me the biggest one was um probably for nutrition intermittent fasting just because like like learning that oh like how many meals per day you eat when you eat the timing of it, like skipping a meal, like all that shit is not that big of a deal. Like it's, that's when I really started like looking at the big picture thing, you know? And it, because before it was like, okay, like I got to have a protein shake right after I work out. I have to have six meals a day. You know what I mean? Like it was spaced out. I was bringing Tupperware to school and shit. And then like lean gains came out and I see all this intermittent fasting shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? This guy doesn't eat till 2 PM and he's jacked. (laughs) Like that doesn't make sense. So that was a big one for me because that changed everything um, as far as like nutrient timing and nutrition in general. Um, As far as fitness goes, probably like, like it sounds funny, but Luca, (laughs) like that shattered my paradigm because like before him, I was doing the typical bodybuilding bro shit. And then I, and then I like linked up with him and like, he's like, all right, we're doing, uh, like one of my first training sessions with him, like I remember doing like Zercher squats and then we went into a uh, sandbag over the shoulder with a kettlebell hang on the other side, reverse lunge into step up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where's the leg extension? <laughs> you know what I mean? I've, like, I've had so many to where I, I'm because I have to agree with that um, on a fitness on a fitness level. Like, you know, certainly when I when I first came into Vigor, that was man, that just crushed everything that I knew about fitness, right? Which wasn't a whole lot. Um, and I saw that, you know, I didn't have to do a a ton of, uh, reps, um, in order to get big. It was actually, man, like, you know, you got to get stronger and move more weight, um, increase volume and, and frequency in order to, to put on size. Um, so that was one, there was another one that was, I mean, and when we're talking shattering, I mean, fucking shattering, like, we did, uh, the first time we did this, we did 25 down and backs on the prowler every minute on the minute, right? So with a, with a weighted prowler. So, I mean, that shit at, at the beginning, I mean, like the first, the first 12 rounds, 
I mean, it probably took us 15 to 20 seconds to get down and back, which is about 40 to 50 yards. Um, and then after that, it slowed way down to like 30 seconds down and back. And then the, the last, end, you're just going the last five pretty much <laughs> is just nonstop. And you're, I mean, you're pushing, I mean, you're pushing weight too. Yeah. So, I mean, that for me, because I've, I've always, I grew up in sports. So for me, it was, everything is like, man, like you believe in something, you can do it, right? Like you just got to, like you really have to believe and it comes down to willpower, um, determination, just like being hungry and, and going after that goal. Um, that was, I mean, that was one training session to where I was like, okay, Humbling. this is straight up. Like, man, I got to really get through this. I, Cause there was a point I was like, man, I don't know if I can do yeah. this many. This is ridiculous. Especially with that little rest period. Mm -hmm. Cause halfway through, man, I was like, you know, I started to get that buildup in my throat. Like I was about to vomit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then I was like, man, there's no way I'm going to throw up. And then I just got like this second wind. And I think I just got a little pissed off that I was just, yeah. I just felt so defeated. And then I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to crush it. And then dude, it's, I just started smashing. Yeah. We, we did that same thing, but we just, there was four of us and we just did partner. So as soon as your partner get back, you got to right. go. So same shit. But like a similar time for me was actually recently when I went to, uh, Santa Monica, we did a uh, box and burn. So we were doing mm -hmm. a training session with Tony Jeffries and those guys. So we were doing like a boxing slash boot camp warrior style thing. But it was just like, it was one of those workouts. And this has kind of happened in Resurrection Week too, where every once in a while doing a workout that literally, and I don't think this is smart to do, but every <laughs> once every six months, maybe, if that, like just literally so fucked up that it makes you hate life for a little bit because it just shows you that you can do more than you thought. Because when I did that session, I was like, this is too hard. Like, this is too much. There's no way I'm going to finish this. And then you keep going and you keep going and you keep going. And by the time you get done, you're like, okay, I know that's too intense to do on a frequent basis. But that proved to me that, you know what, when I go back and I do Muay Thai, I can go a little bit harder. That proved to me when I go lift, I can go a little bit harder. Like I can probably do a little, give a little bit more of an effort in my training sessions. Cause right there I gave way more effort than I even thought was in me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know if that's similar to what that was for you, but I think a lot of people don't push as hard as they actually can because they've never had that grit or that grind or like that, like being a part of something like, cause when you're with a group of guys doing that, like there's no choice. Like, like I'm with a group of guys in that box and burn. I'm not going to be the one to quit right. no matter what. Right. So mm -hmm. like you're, you're, I don't know. You're kind of not forced because nobody's like holding the gun to my head and say, doing this. It's like, dude, you can do it if you want, right. and, but you're not going to give up. Yeah. So that was like a big one. Same, same exact concept. Um, another one for me was, uh, when the first time I ever followed uh, a training program, which was actually from Luca as well. So for me, like when I first started, it's actually funny to think about, like when I first started losing a lot of weight, I did, uh, dude, I remember way back, I should, you remember HCG where you like put the drops under your tongue? Yeah, yeah. I did that shit and I lost a bunch of weight and gained it right back <laughs> like, real quick. Um, it was like a 30 day process thing. Yeah. I got through like 15 days of it and I was losing weight and then I just like stopped cause I went on a trip and just came right back on. <laughs> what, um, was the, what was the point of it? You, I don't know. You take, I don't even like, I literally at that point was just so unhappy with myself. I did not even read shit. It was like, take these drops, eat like practically nothing. It was like 500 calorie uh, diet. Okay. Yeah. Well, and you'll so lose it wasn't weight. The, it wasn't the drop. Probably not. Yeah. And, uh, so I just did that. But 
after that, when I was like, okay, I need to make a change, like start eating healthy, like just cutting out sugar. I was like, okay, I'm not going to drink pop anymore. I'm going to drink diet. And I started losing weight. I was like, the fuck? Okay. And then I switched from like fruity pebbles and all those. I used to eat cereal like a <laughs> motherfucker, bro. I used to love sh- cereal. So I switched from cereal and 2% milk to special K and uh, uh, non-fat milk or something like that or 1% and literally still ate just as much, but I lost weight. So I, it started- That change made- Oh, a huge difference. Wow. But I also had 50 pounds to lose. And I was 18, 19. I was, yeah, 18. So yeah. I'm young. You know what I mean? I started training okay. a little bit after that. But at first, I didn't even train. I was just doing this. Right. So that's when I started really, like, getting these, like, big, like, aha moments, paradigm chattering, like, calories. Oh, okay. Like, special K is not great for you, but it was less calories. Better. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that was huge for me. And then when I first started training, it was like... I would read a magazine and I would be like, oh, I'm going to do like Ronnie Coleman's back workout today. That was in Flex magazine, which right. was not his real back workout, right. let's be honest. But I would do that and then I would go in the gym with a friend, just do whatever. Yeah. And then the next day I would go in and be like, okay, I'm going to just pick three machines and just crank them out. So I never, like for the first year, I never followed a single program. And after about a year, my results just really stopped. Like it was like nothing's happening because I had no metrics. Then Luca put me, like when I first started there, I was still just kind of doing what everybody else was doing. And then he put me on a program. It was like, this is, dude, this is before strength camp. This is like the beta man's formation. Like, so he tested it on me and I was 163, 165 pounds. And in like, I think it was like 10 to 12 weeks or, or maybe it was, a, yeah, like 10 to 12 weeks, I gained like fucking nine or 10 pounds of muscle, like looked way different. I was, again, I was, not, I just Younger. turned 19. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a big sign, but. It was the first time, like, there was, like, okay, here's what you do for the first four weeks. Here's what you do for the second four weeks. Here's phase three. This is how you progress. And for people out there listening who don't follow a program, like, this is exactly what would happen to you, too. Like, that made the world of a difference because I think people, like, this whole muscle confusion thing, like, people take that to a whole nother level. Right. Because in my head back then, I was like, oh, I got to do something different every day. I got to confuse the shit out of my muscles. Well, muscles are hella (laughs) stupid, like they're confused every day. Like you add five pounds to the bar, they're confused. They have to adapt. So I think the smartest thing to do is actually to follow a program for four to six weeks and progress every week by doing something slightly different or harder because all muscles know is difficulty. Mm -hmm. So if it's more difficult, they adapt and then you make it more difficult. They want to adapt, but after a while you can't keep progressing. So then you change everything up. So it's almost like you let the body adapt and then you switch it up. Right. So that was probably one. Now that we're talking about more and more, I think that was probably my biggest yeah. one. The I, for for nutrition, mine would have had to been when uh, I was doing the refeed stuff, right? So every Saturday, I would eat anywhere from eight hundred to a thousand grams of of carbs, still get my my protein intake in, which I think at that time was like two hundred and twenty five grams of protein. Um, so I mean. At that point, like every Saturday, I was probably getting in anywhere from uh, twelve to fourteen thousand calories in that day. I and would then, feel sick. And then uh, that next day, so that wow. Sunday, I'd fast for for twenty four hours. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So that was really just to put on. I think I was at one ninety five at that point, and I was like, man, you know, because I was kind of stuck there. It worked, and and it worked because I got to. I, I think I got to two like two oh four um at, after that and that was I think I did that for eight weeks. Um and that then, shit was fun because that was like for when you. I <laughs> that, that was Did you I, not did you not feel sick though? Like 
know uh, that. No, I didn't. Honestly, you you really did handle it pretty well. Yeah, like, I, he I, can eat like 800 grams of carbs to him is like a 400 to me on a refeed day. Yeah. So like he definitely, but I think Damn. for like that was when I first started really getting into nutrition, and I was like, dope, dude, let's do this. Like I'm gonna take a science yeah. approach, do yeah. these refeed days, like. She was so it, wow. I, I didn't I, ever feel I didn't feel necessarily sick like yeah. not to my stomach, mm-hmm. but I would feel lethargic like okay. tired you know what I mean and then it taxed on you after a oh, while yeah, too like I think definitely. the first few weeks it was kind of like whatever especially like digestion man I won't go too into detail but damn Oof. yeah I mean we're talking yeah I mean you you get the idea um but I mean like the next <laughs> morning. <laughs> like the next morning, bro, like I would wake up and I'd just be like incredible. Like it was like I just did like a full. So vast. Like, yeah, but like a full, like a full body, like pump session, dude. Like I just wake up and I just be like. So that's. You ever see uh, the uh, Wolverine, uh, the that first movie? Oh, when with, he comes out the tank. Yeah, when he comes out yeah. the tank and he's just jacked and he's screaming. Dude, like I felt like that every morning. And Wow. That's an awesome feeling. <laughs> but see, and that's what's funny is because. That's like, a great way to wake up. So. And this is what I love. I love like playing with things. So I took, uh, this is like three weeks ago. I decided like, I was like, okay, like I'm going to try something out see if I can like kind of shred up a little bit, but not change my calories. All I did is I took my weekly calories and then I cut carbs a little bit lower on certain days and I bumped them way up two days a week. So I have two big refeed days and it's the same thing. Like I woke up the next day lighter than the mm-hmm. day before and just super vascular. Yeah. And it just goes to show like these, that's what, but that's why I love nutrition. Cause you can like play with stuff. There's this dude named uh, Cliff Wilson who does like physique coaching. That's it. So he's known for what's called a, um, uh, carb, uh, what is it? Like a backload approach. So for peak week, so a lot of people will go. So if, if your show's on Saturday, like that Monday, they'll load you up with hella carbs. And then you yeah. have all week to kind of process and like, you know what I mean? Because then you're not spilling over right for the show. Like, oh, should I? But he does the opposite. He'll deplete you. And then he, he literally gives his clients, like, like do bikini competitors, like, seven to 800 grams of carbs. Like, he has guys that are taking in 1,200 grams of carbs the night before the show. But he is literally one of the most, the well, like, I shouldn't say well-paid, but respected, well-paid, like, sought-out coaches because his dudes come in so shredded. And, like, they're literally. It makes sense, though. Bro, I mean, but like you gotta works. like you gotta do shit so perfectly yeah. from a time perspective, yeah. so it's crazy. So like all the like I've heard him on roundtables, and like people will be like, "It makes sense," but I'm there's no way I'm trying it. It's too risky. And he even said it took me a while to figure it out, but it's crazy. So like like the the thing is too the crazy part is like I would like that day when I was fasting, so around like noon one o'clock, I would be starving like hungry oh, yeah. like i mean you go from like i mean i'd i'd be eating up until about 11 o'clock at night and then i just be like i mean sh- sometimes just struggling to put down food yeah and i'd be like man like i could probably not eat for like the next week and be totally fine and but like that next day around midday i'm just like i'm starving your metabolism was, was probably faster than it's ever been yeah it was ghrelin, ghrelin and leptin get stimulated from body fat and calories so like and those but, are the ones that cause a me- metabolic boost and like hunger hormones yeah. to go like so yours were like through the roof but the reason that that was a, a big shift or you know a shattering time period i wouldn't say moment but time period for me within that eight weeks is because i realized like okay well there's definitely a different approach like you're 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 trying to go for 
a little bit of a fast approach right now. Right. And like, I really thought about it. It's like, okay, well you got to your goal, but like what now? You yeah. know what I mean? And then I felt like, okay, well I got to crush my workouts. I got to step, you know, I got to take things to a whole new level. I cleaned up my, my diet at that point. Um, better than I ever had. Like I wasn't like I cut out sugar. Like I was just drinking black coffee. I was drinking a lot of water. Um, I was on point with at that point, actually I got on macros, um, right after that. Um, and then, I mean, everything was clean. Like I didn't skip a beat. Like I wasn't eating bullshit food. Um, and I stepped up my training to a whole nother level. Granted, I wasn't doing, uh, mobility and stuff like that. And I ended up getting hurt. Um, uh, which was another shift. So uh, like, I, I guess like the whole kind of lesson, I mean, that I'm just getting from this, this conversation is that if you're in fitness and, and you train, you should constantly be having kind of like those, yeah. those shattering moments, right? Like that's the point of, of fitness or like, you know, personal development is to constantly be growing and to break thing. through new barriers. Yeah. Right. So man, like I didn't even really think about that until yeah. we started having this conversation. Me either. And, and like, it like it goes back to uh my client with that two year transformation like this is a long term thing and being open to new ideas and new like mobility was something that I didn't want to like I don't like doing I didn't want to like be like but I had to open up my mind and be like okay like this is a different approach this is probably smarter like instead of being being like arrogant or stubborn like be open to mm -hmm. that right same thing with sugar back in the day same thing with like me taking over your nutrition for you like right. you know what I mean like just anything in general but do you have anything before we close the mics no no I, I think I've said it many times on here but shifting from my half ass trying to go to the gym for you then, it was like mindset huh yeah and then being uh, breaking that barrier i think of insecurities and doing training and going consistently and i think that was the biggest one yeah dope boom boom if you love the mind versus muscle podcast want more free content and you want to support the movement share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review to get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag mind versus muscle.